Yes, I can. I think that governments are very much um, committed to it from a political point of view, but I think that a national minimum wage poses two problems. If you're going to make it high enough to be really meaningful, then undoubtedly it's going to cut back on jobs. If you're not going to affect the number of jobs, then in fact the national minimum wage has got to be low enough not to impact that. So they're going to have to uh, do a lot of very hard thinking and clever work to make sure that what is well-intentioned doesn't end up decreasing employment opportunity. 4,500 rand to 6,000 rand, really, those are the figures that are being uh, put on the table. Are they achievable? Absolutely not. You know, if you look at the median wage in South Africa, in other words, 50% of all of our people earn less than that. The median wage is about 4,000, 4, So they are proposing, if it were 6,000, um, it's going to be a wage that uh, probably 60, maybe even 70% of the population doesn't earn. That would just absolutely have a, uh, um, a disastrous impact on jobs. So I can't see it being anywhere in that region. Um, if it was perhaps in the two and a half, three thousand 3,000 rand range, well, that would still have an impact on jobs, but it's a, a more sustainable sort of number. But, you know, either way, my question really would be, why are we looking at a minimum wage at this point when we have such high unemployment? Wouldn't it be better to get people all at work first and then to try and increase the wages? Uh, but, uh, Andrew, if we're not looking at a, a, a minimum wage, national minimum wage, which is a living wage, by the way, what are the alternatives there then? What, what else should we be looking at as, as a country so that uh, we keep people working, we keep people on the job, but also we make sure that uh, they, they earn a living, a living wage? Well, we, we need to be a little bit careful about what we call a living wage because, you know, there's living and living, but without getting into that argument and while admitting that we, we have a very high inequality of income distribution, we could leave things as they are. Because right now, whilst we don't have a national minimum wage, we effectively have minimum wages by sector. So, for example, wherever you have a bargaining council, like mining, motors, chemical, transport, uh, public sector, they have their own minimum wage. In areas like farming, retail, distribution, logistics, um, we have all domestic. We also have what's called an employment standard, which sets a minimum wage. So I think it might be better to keep working on the basis of let's go with sector by sector and let's look hard at what each sector can afford because unquestionably um, the engineering sector, or the mining sector can afford to pay a lot more than people can by minimum wage in the domestic sector. Mm. So if you're going to go for the minimum, then you've got to go for the lowest common denominator. And I think our current system um, works better uh, for both people who are unemployed or would like to get a job as well as the economy. So I really see no reason to change. It's interesting that you should highlight that because, uh, for instance, uh, and it might take longer than uh, what government is anticipating here, because, for instance, in the farming sector, I remember there was a, a minimum wage that was set there, and uh, the, the government said those uh, uh, farmers who cannot afford this should then come forth and say, this is what we can afford. We cannot afford this. And uh, when checking with government uh, after the, 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 the uprisings in the, in the farming yes. sector, you got a sense that not too many uh, came forward to say they cannot afford. So really, it's a, it's, there's a lot of investigation that needs to go into this then. I think that's absolutely true. And I think, you know, the first 
cry from any employer is, I can't afford it. But uh, in point of fact, if the choice is going out of business, well, they somehow find the money somewhere. And I think your example of farming is a particularly good one because, I mean, the increases there were very, very radical and our farming sector uh, hasn't fallen on its head. Um, but I think that it's fairer to everyone if we take it sector by sector and say, what can you afford and let's push you uh, to that level rather than perhaps shortchanging people who are in higher paying uh, um, sectors. So, you know, I, I, I think there's something to be said for that. And again, I think we mustn't lose sight of the fact that many, many of our uh, people in employment are, are working for a pitiful amount of money um, and that, that really that we have a problem with income distribution. So I think the intention may be a good one. I would just simply say uh, there could be better ways of achieving uh, a meaningful result in the, uh, the shorter term. But in the long term, yes, it would be very nice to make sure that everybody um, was able to uh, afford a better lifestyle for themselves and for their children.